Okay, amazing. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Soul Mood Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie, and I just got super inspired to talk to everybody about ego deaths and how right now I feel like there is no in-between. We're either living in a state of, of ego or we're not. And it's really interesting because I actually had a dream last night and the dream was that I had a YouTube channel and I was I was basically doing the same as what Elizabeth April does. I don't know if you've ever watched her. She's amazing. I highly recommend. And so I was seeing myself as being the person that was there teaching other people like how to be better to themselves, how to be more enlightened and connected to their, you know, spirit guides and connected to their higher self and all these wonderful things. And then I was shown this visual of these like, and I've actually already seen this as a photo, but it was like a moving image of these these two worlds like basically coming apart and this one word just just came up in the middle of it and it was like ego and I had this moment where I just went oh okay right so what is the significance of this this is basically telling me that there is no in-between people are either now entirely living within their ego or they're not and I had been asking myself all day today okay, what does that actually mean? What does that actually mean? And of course, when you are aware and when you're asking for these messages and when you're asking for answers, you are given them. And so throughout the course of today, everything that I've been watching or listening to has had an element of talking about ego or talking about ego deaths. And then I was just sat listening to an incredible interview with um, Jason Sherker and Charlie Ward and Jason said something that really made me go, ah, oh, I'm inspired. This is what it was that I was meant to speak about today because it was really, really resonating with me about how the, the thing that people are finding so hard right now is that their foundations of their reality are crumbling and when he said that or I've just bastardized it slightly it made me realize what that dream meant last night is that we're all having to experience ego deaths and I talk about ego deaths now to people as if it's something that's really easy to work through because I've had so many of them that now, it's funny because it was something that I was watching last night when um, Elizabeth April was saying, like, if you've done the work already, it doesn't feel as hard now. But actually, if you haven't already done the work, this is where people are really suffering and really struggling. So I hope that through me sharing this today, a little bit ad hoc or tonight, a bit ad hoc, um, that it's going to go some way to helping somebody. 
Who knows? I feel like somebody needs to hear this, though. So, okay, what is an ego death? The way that I would describe what an ego death is, it's becoming aware of your own shit, basically, or bullshit. It's it's all of a sudden taking yourself out of a victim mentality and starting to reclaim your power in a certain area of your life. Now, the hardest thing about 2020 is that people are having to have multiple ego deaths. Sorry, as I'm saying this, it's like everything's just becoming really clear. People are having to are experiencing multiple ego deaths at once or in quick succession and again if you have already started doing the work if you're already kind of aware of it it's hard like I've had some really tough days but I'm able to kind of remove myself and 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 observe what's going on and work through it whereas if you haven't done the work you know this is where, where I can see people are struggling you know, mentally to cope with a lot of things. Um, so yes, yeah, so an ego death in, in my in my terms is that you, you just become aware of your own bullshit and you 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 all of a sudden you you separate. Like in my dream, you you, you have this like divide where all of a sudden you're either kind of observing yourself and going, oh, that's really interesting that I behaved in that way, or that's really interesting that I felt a victim. Well, that's really interesting that I had that opinion and now I'm starting to see things from a different perspective. Um, or because you haven't done the work and because you're so, f- you're so desperately trying to hold on to the life that you had, the life that's crumbling before you, you, you even if people are telling you something that you know must be true, you know must be true. You cannot physically, you don't want to see it. It's not that you can't see it, it's that you you don't want to. Because if you do, that means that you have to let go of that life the way that it was. And it's really scary. So I'm going to give you some like real-time examples of when I've had like really scary ego deaths. And they were scary for me. They're not necessarily going to be scary for you, but they might be really relatable and yeah, hopefully it will help you kind of apply it into your own life. So like one of the biggest ego deaths that I had to go through was when I first began a personal, and I call it a personal growth journey, when I first discovered self-education and self-development. It it happened in a big way when I met this incredible guy. And you know what? I'm going to ask him if he will jump on this podcast and, and do an interview with me. Uh, but an incredible guy called Luke Hawkins. Now, Luke is, he's a, he's incredible. You know, he's a, he's a life coach in Australia. And I went to this event one weekend. It was just a day event. And I went because I thought it was something to do with the company that I had started working with. And it actually had nothing to do with the company I'd started working with. Um, but the, the 
the people I was working alongside had really recommended like it'd be a really great thing to go to because they'd had great success through working with with Luke anyway my eyes were opened to the world of self-development more specifically my eyes were opened to a practice called NLP or neuro-linguistic programming and it was the first time that I ever sat and realised that I actually had the power to choose a different thought and a different perspective. My entire life, up until that point, I had always been a victim. Why me? Why me? Why am I having the bad relationships? Why have I got the family that thinks I'm the, you know, why am I the black sheep? Why does my family do this to me? Why do my friends do that to me? Why do my boyfriends do that to me? Da, 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 da. Right? That was where I was at. And it was the first time where my mind was opened to the possibility that actually I was creating that in my life through what I was thinking. And I could change the way that I was thinking. And not just on a surface level, I could literally create new neuro pathways within my brain and rewire my brain, my genetics, like everything. And that fascinated me. And a one-day event turned into a two-day event and a two-day event turned into a, another couple of events. And then actually I was due to go to Sydney and study my master prac um, because I felt at that time that being a life coach was where I was meant to be. I was so blown away by it. It was just, and I was having such incredible results, like personally, like I was making so many huge jumps, so many major shifts internally that I knew there was something really special in it. My friends around me at the time didn't get it. And when I was telling them, you know, I'm going to go to Sydney and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And they were like, you're being taken for a ride. You know, he's, he's a fake. I watch his videos and they make me cringe. And, you know, I know he won't mind me saying this because he's had a lot worse be said to him. But I knew that it wasn't fake. I knew that I weren't being taken for a ride. I trusted him. I still do. I think he's an incredible man. And he really did change my life. And the most beautiful thing about it is that his story is so... And one day, I'll, you know, I'll get him on here so he can share it. But his story is so amazing. You know, from someone that was literally sleeping in his car to now his business. I've watched it literally explode over the last four years you know at the time when I met him he was you know just kind of getting started and now he's teaching people you know how to be seven figure income earners because he's able to do that from experience right it's really impressive what he's been able to achieve and how many lives he's touched and how many people he's impacted but anyway Getting back to being talking about ego deaths, that was one of the first ego deaths that I had to get over. I went from being somebody who didn't know how to communicate with people that I didn't know to putting myself out there on social media. And 
the backlash through some of the closest people that I had to meet at the time, that they weren't even necessarily saying it to my face. The things that they were saying about me behind my back were really painful. They were awful. And I'll give you some examples of some of those things. That watching me go live was like watching a car crash TV. One person actually said to me at one point that watching my videos, I looked like I was dead behind the eyes because I was happy. And that's the weirdest thing. Like, I had literally made so many shifts and I was becoming a better person. I was becoming a better version of myself. Not only that, but for every person that was saying something really awful about me behind my back that was, like, hurtful... I had 10 people thanking me, saying, I'm so pleased that you shared this because I've been going through this and, you know, now you've helped me see X, Y, Z. Um, strangers that used to reach out to me and it kept me going. But that's an example of an ego death that was really painful to me. Actually having to shed some really close relationships that I'd had for a long time that eventually they kind of went full circle because now we're friends again and I knew it would happen because I kind of started learning about how you know when you raise your own frequency when you change your own frequency you know people either gravitate towards you or they go away but if you just keep working on yourself eventually those people that went away they might come back because they might get to a stage where they're like ah I've hit that rock bottom moment now in my life and I need to build myself up and actually I can see that you know Natalie's really happy I can see that she's doing like you know really well for herself you know in terms of how she is within herself and I want to be around that and it does happen and I just want you to know that so first of all I feel like there's a message there and I just want people to know that if you are starting to do something that is so different you're starting to believe something different to what the people around you believe I just want you to know that it's okay to actually step into your own belief and your own power and you are going to experience people that are not going to be on your side you are going to experience people that were close to you that are going to judge you that is going to happen but it's just accepting that that is not your shit that's on them Okay, so that's just like a very real example of of a time when I've had to have an ego death. And I've had multiple this year. I've realised so many things about myself. Even today, I was sat there listening to these people that I admire and respect that were saying things that I had either been thinking about or I've spoken about or I've spoken to somebody about. And there was still a part of my ego that went... And I'm literally folding my arms as I'm saying this. There was still a part of my ego that went... Oh, yeah, well, I thought that. I thought that. And now if, if I, <laughs> this is so crazy. Well, if, if, I, if I told people about that, if I spoke about that now, people are going to think that I got it from them. How childish is that? And that's not me. That's not me. That's just, that was, that was me being aware of a very small part of my ego that, that kept kind of popping in and going, you know, and trying to bring me down to a lower vibrational frequency. But because I have that awareness of when that's happening, I'm able to kind of go observe it and say, isn't that funny that I have this little voice that does that? Well, that's not me. I know that's not me. Actually, I'm grateful that there are other people out there now that I'm seeing more people out there now that are on the same wavelength as me. I know I'm not alone. And I think that's the biggest fear because your ego is basically your survival brain and it's trying to keep you safe. 
Okay, so it keeps you safe within that kind of this is my circle of friends and this is my circle of knowledge and I don't want to step out of that because outside of my comfort zone, you know, that's painful. I've got, I've got to face up to things or I've got to speak up for myself. Your ego is trying to keep you safe. We need our ego because we still need to know not to put our hand on top of a stove or, you know, do run out in front of a car or something crazy like that. Like We still need to be kept safe. However... We don't need to keep ourselves safe from other people's opinions. And I feel like this is probably the biggest thing that people are struggling with right now um, is that it's okay to believe something different to the people around you. Another way that, you know, to describe ego, you know, not just being, you know, survival or or, or fear, you know, it, it is, it's a control thing. And so whenever you feel like, and, and I've done it, I've, I've actually, we spoke about it in the, uh, there's a podcast that I'll be releasing. You can actually watch the video for it on my friend Emily's channel, Ascension Duality, where we were talking about different people's perspectives and how there's no kind of middle ground anymore. You're either, if I've got one extreme perspective or another extreme perspective. Um, and it's just about kind of respecting where people are at, but being true to yourself and not not wavering, not faltering in, you know, in, in your own beliefs and not giving that power away to people. Um, but yeah, when you're coming from that place of, of trying to control anything and yeah, as I said, I've lost my train of thought a little bit there, but I, even I have done this where I've been so frightened of seeing people hurting themselves I've been so frightened of people not looking after themselves. That's been my biggest worry in 2020 is I've been trying to save everybody else. I've been, oh, you know, please take a probiotic. Please eat well. Please don't drink so much alcohol. If you smoke, stop. Like this was the message I was kind of getting out to people, you know, try and keep the stress levels low, like sleep. But ultimately that's even if that's great advice, it's just advice. I, I, it's not my responsibility to convince anybody to buy into my beliefs. That, and that's, that's, that's also control. That's also ego. Even if it's coming from a heart-centered place, it's fine to share something. It's fine to share your, your opinion, but without expectation of someone saying, yeah, I buy into that or no, I don't buy into that. And this is one of the biggest ego deaths that I've been having this year is shedding expectations, shedding expectations that I have of myself, shedding expectations that I have of my friends, of my family, of people that I meet, shedding expectations of when I'm building my business um, what the, how, how fast I'm going to be able to go or, or what I'm going to be able to achieve, shedding those expectations because what we want to be doing at all times is just doing something for the, the love of, of doing it and being in that high frequency, that love vibration without, without any expectation and I feel right now we're, we're, we're so, people are probably feeling so low. Um, 
And it's just being aware of that. It's being aware of, of where you, you know, are maybe giving your power away. So I don't know. I'm hoping that this has gone some way to helping somebody today. But and, and explaining what an ego death was and maybe it's brought something up for you and maybe you've started thinking to yourself oh do you know what like I've really witnessed like when this person says this I have this trigger response to it I'm going to give you another example another example um <laughs> I did today um for some reason for some reason I had been feeling really triggered um not in it and when I say triggered I don't mean that when I get triggered, I'm like wanting to like punch stuff or like be really angry. Triggered to me means that I see something and there's a feeling inside of me where I'm like, I don't like that. Or I find myself judging somebody because I do my best at all times not to judge people. And if I do find myself doing it or saying something out loud, I immediately have to forgive myself because I, I think that's just, you know, rude. Like I shouldn't have judged somebody. Or if I say anything like where I'm complaining about anything or anyone, uh, my friends will know. Like if I complain to, to them about some something or someone, nine times out of ten, I'm going to re- send them a message about half hour later saying, do you know what, I'm going to forgive myself for that. <laughs> just ignore me. it's my own shit I've got to deal with it um and every time I go off one of these tangents I forget what my initial point was yes okay so today um yes I've been finding myself getting a little bit triggered feeling a little bit like oh whenever I've seen um this sounds really bad but body positivity posts right not just that fitness posts it like and it's so weird because when I was going through my fitness journey, I was quite happy to share photos of myself in my gym gear and talk about things like that all the time. But for some reason, any time I was seeing those posts over the last few months, it was making me feel just it just it was that feeling inside of me where I'm like, I don't know if I like this. I don't know if I like this. And then this morning, all of a sudden, I kind of like had this I woke up this morning after my after having my like freedom Friday and I was like I I gave this is so random I've gone on to a bit of a tangent but like I gave birth to a child and it was probably the first time that that actually blew my mind when I thought about it this morning I was like my body is actually amazing I actually grew a child and then I gave birth to it my body is incredible like how do we how have I ever abused my body it's amazing what my body has done and created and I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I put like I was just getting dressed I had my underwear on and I literally took a photo of that and it's not perfect and it's it wasn't filtered and you know I don't have abs you know and I and I don't you know it wasn't a case of me showing anything off I was just I was just proud in that moment that my body had produced a child and I posted it in my stories and just said, you know, that's exactly how I felt. (coughs) And that story is wild actually, because it got more attention than anything I've posted for a long time. But it was just interesting 
that in that moment I was appreciating my body and I and I'd let go of that that ego that I had surrounding anybody that was celebrating their body and I really couldn't tell you why I had been feeling like that I haven't learned what the karmic lesson was from that yet maybe it's that I didn't actually accept and love myself enough and because I didn't accept and love myself enough there was part of me that was looking at that and saying I wish that I could accept and love myself the way that that person does that's probably it that's probably what it was I just want to be vulnerable I just want to be real and just be honest with you and share like it's okay to feel that way about something and then change your mind it's okay that shows growth it shows evolution and that's what this whole message is about today this year has been particularly hard and I'm sure that more people will hear this message and really resonate with it because you've probably been feeling out of sorts you've probably not really been knowing what's going on and it's felt like more than what is going on on the outside world. It's felt really internalised. And it's because you're having to finally face up to a lot of things that you didn't want to face up to. And because everybody's worlds are crumbling, everyone, everyone is on unstable ground on some sense, whether it's spiritual or physical, whatever, Everyone is having those feelings of being unbalanced. It's just that some of us have already done so much work that we're finding it slightly easier to navigate. And some of us have never done that work before. And so we're finding it so, 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 so hard. And I just wanted to shed some light on what it actually is. It's, it's time to kind of just take a step back. And whenever you are finding you're coming from a place of trying to control something or you feel scared or you feel angry or you um yeah anything that feels like a really low vibrational frequency anything other than gratitude and love anything other than gratitude and love try and practice observing that behavior and say that's really interesting why did I just feel the need to attack that person why did I feel the need to say that about that person? Why did I feel like that when I saw that photo? Why did I behave like that? Start questioning those things. And also start questioning, where am I giving my power away? You don't need to just accept things because people are telling you that's the way the world has to be. Go inwards and ask yourself, you already have all the answers within you. That's the most empowering sentence that I can ever t ever say. And I will leave you with this. My mum, this this week, when... Uh, I, don't, I don't really know much about the tears and stuff like that. I really don't pay much attention. But I had cottoned on to the fact that it could possibly mean that my mum and my nan, who both live on their own, would over the winter months not be able to see their family and that's not happening on my watch that my my nan could only see her family over the winter periods in a freezing cold garden like that's not okay it's inhumane just as it's inhumane to allow um 
people to deteriorate, deteriorate in care homes and not see their friends and family and loved ones. Like, it's inhumane and not okay. And you can feel how you want to feel about that. This is, this is how I feel about it. It's not okay. But I said to my mum, what are we going to do about Nan if, if, this is, if this is the case? And she didn't know, and, and I told her, you know, I think this is what's going on, this is the gist of it. And she was frustrated and, you know, and she said, I just wish that somebody in power would speak out and talk about the things that you're talking about, Natalie. Like, why, why is it that, why, why is it, why is it that someone in power is not turning around and saying, this doesn't make sense? And I said to her, this is the biggest mistake that we all make, is that we are seeking or giving away our power. We're seeking a power outside of ourselves when we have that power in ourselves to do that. We have the power to speak. We have the power to, to change things. We don't have to continue to give that away. And that's where I'm going to leave that. So, yeah, let me know what you thought. Please comment. Please, you know, like, subscribe and share this with people. Get the message out there. It might help someone. And uh, you're all beautiful. And thank you so much for your time. And I look forward to sharing with you some amazing podcasts. I've got some great interviews lined up. So I'll speak to you soon.